Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Friday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're on the road big time today. We've got Luke Johnson up in Boone, North Carolina. We've got Kelly and Michael along with Dakota Baker down at Ramey Motors in Purvis. What a day we're going to have. All right, let's get right to it. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Great supporters of our show and, of course, the uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour as I'm broadcasting solo today from the Southern Bank Corps studio here in Hattiesburg. But Luke and Lauren Johnson are in Boone, North Carolina. All right, Luke, I'm going to put you on the spot right out of the gate. You sent these pictures to us. They're really beautiful. But what is what is prettier, the mountain view of the football stadium or Lauren? Uh, Lauren is. Lauren <laughs> is wearing a Southern Miss shirt today, by the way, but... Guys, we are on the side of a hill looking down at Kid Brewer Stadium. They call it the Rock as well. Mountains in the background, every shade of fall that you can think of. It is absolutely gorgeous. 70 degrees, no humidity. All right. Is it is it as beautiful as everybody said? They say it's the prettiest campus in America. I've, I've never seen a, a more picturesque setting for football or a university than what I'm looking at right now. Right. Well, I'm glad, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're up there, and I know that uh, – I know that you guys are going to have a good time, and uh, we'll, we'll be able to really get a good analysis of the game. You'll be there, you and Lauren, tomorrow night. All right, we're going to take things a little out of context here, out of our normal schedule, because Luke and Lauren are on the road, and the show is on the road. We're going to go straight to the picks, and uh, Luke always heads that up for us. Dakota Baker uh, will be joining in on the picks from Ramey Motors down in Purvis. So go ahead, Luke Johnson. All right, guys, uh, full slate of, of games tomorrow. I should have, I should admit I lost last night. Georgia State got beat by Georgia Southern and Statesboro. Bob and Kelly got that one right. But when we look at the games tomorrow that we are picking, first we will start with Arkansas State at Monroe. Monroe's been playing close. Monroe is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Kelly. And Monroe finally gets over the hump. The bad news is the Warhawks then come to Hattiesburg next week. I'll take Monroe to beat Arkansas State in Monroe. I like Arkansas Michael State. I like them in Monroe. I like Monroe. It's going to be unanimous. I'm going uh, with Monroe as well. I think they, no, uh, Dakota they took Arkansas State. I got Arkansas State on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dakota, put Dakota down for Arkansas State, Luke. Got it. Louisiana at South Alabama. Jaguars are a ten and a half point favorite. What, Luke? Who did you take in the last one? I took Monroe. Okay, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. 
Okay, what's our next one? Forget Louisiana at South Alabama. Jags are a ten and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'll take Jags win at home. Jags all the way on that one. South Al. Hmm. Go ahead, yeah, Bob. I'm going with. I have really to, I, 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 Well, you know, I'm in first place in this competition, Dakota. You probably didn't know that. So I have to be careful about this. Uh, I'm going with South Alabama. Say that again, Mr. Bob. I didn't hear you. What did I, you I'm say? in first again, place in, in the ranking. First yeah. place, great. Right. That's, I figured you were. I, I like the barb that Mergens took. He still called them South Al, even though they beat us. Uh, I'll go with the Kane Womax as well. So I'll say South Alabama. Um, this one is uh, really a no-brainer, but it'll be a hot-headed matchup. Old Dominion at James Madison. Dukes are a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. And I think, I oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, the, James Madison's going to win the game. I don't know that they'll cover 20-and-a-half because it's a rivalry. But, uh, that's, I, I agree with that, Kelly. I do. Yep, Dukes. Dukes. Again, Dukes. All right, these are where it gets contested, guys. Marshall. A three-and-a-half-point favorite in Conway against the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. Marshall's not playing really well. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Chanticleers um, to win at home, even though they're the underdog. I second that motion, Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Chanticleers. Yes, Same I, here, Coastal. I, I, yes, uh, everybody's on Coastal. I am taking Marshall. Grayson McCall may not play in this one. So, you know, uh, I'm going to take the herd. And I think they, they get back. Uh, I'm going to catch up with Bob before this is over with. All right. Um, <laughs> Troy, six-and-a-half-point favorite in San Marcos against Texas State. Mm. Man, that's a, that is so tempting to take Texas State in that one. But um, And you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to take Texas State uh, on the upset. They're, they're at home, but. Uh, Troy just can't can't keep playing like they've been playing. I'm the same way. Finley, their quarterback, he's he's good. I'm going Texas State. I, that that spread just seems a little a little and funky to me. And going opposite, I'm gonna go Troy. Oh, and, and the quarterback is big, Dakota. Uh, I'm gonna take yes, Texas Finley's State. Finley's pretty big boy. Both teams have won four out of the last five. Troy's been playing better ball. I'm gonna go with the Trojans on the road. Um, and then uh, the one that that I'm looking at right now so, with, before we get to NFL games, Southern Miss at App State. I'll lead it off, guys. Go Golden Eagles. Oh, you're picking Southern Miss? <laughs> Luke, you would be so far ahead <laughs> uh, if you would pick with your mind rather than your heart. Uh, Wouldn't we all? I'm, I'm taking the Mountaineers. Uh, Mountaineers as well, as bad as I hate to say that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, man, that would be a great upset up there. I, I think this this could be – this. if this is going to be the upset, this would be the upset. I'm going to go Southern Miss. Okay. Uh, I love Southern Miss, Optimism. but but I'm, I've got to hold on to the lead here to get the prize money. So uh, I'm going <laughs> with the Mountaineers. It, it's Which the same like song. I love Southern Miss, but. I love the Golden Eagles, but. So I just <laughs> – Mergens and I picked the Golden Eagles. All right, let's go to the NFL. Vikings – a point-and-a-half favorite in Lambeau against the Packers. Mm. I'll take the Vikings. They've found a way to win. They beat San Francisco. They're playing better. Winners of two in a row. I'll take the Vikes at Lambeau. Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins going to team up and get them. Two, two votes for the Vikings. Yeah, this is a tough one. your favorite you two teams, aren't they, <laughs> But there, there is a lesser of two evils. I'm going to go with the Vikings. <laughs> I'm a Kirk Cousins like fan, man. I like I like the Vikings. Even though Justin Jefferson is still injured, he'll be out. I'll go with the Vikings as well. I think that they will uh, they'll win at Lambeau. 
All right, Bengals at 49ers. 49ers only a four-point favorite in San Francisco. Yeah, Brock Purdy has been practicing, even though he was in uh, in protocol for concussion all week long. But even so, the Bengals' offense, they have great offensive players, but they just have not been putting up the numbers. Uh, and against that San Francisco defense, that's going to continue. I'll take the Niners. I'm going with the Niners as well. Looking at my fantasy stuff right now, yeah, it's going to have to be the Niners. It's Halloween weekend. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Ooh, wow. You like the black and orange. Yeah, yeah, that was my high school colors, too. Uh, San Francisco's lost two games in a row. That's not good news for the Bengals. I'm going with I'm the 49ers. I'm going to say it's very good news for the Bengals. I'm going to say that they pull it off. If the Vikings can beat San Francisco, the Bengals surely can. There we go. Huh? Last game. Last game of the week, Saints at Colts. Kelly, the line is even in this one. It's a toss-up. Yeah, and I don't think it should be. The Colts are playing better and really got ripped off of that game against Cleveland did. Uh, last weekend. The NFL officials, they got problems in the NFL with officiating. I'll take the Colts to win. Who that? Mm-mm, can't go against me. See, see, now you're voting with your heart here, who dat? Dakota. I'm, I am right here. I can't. That's the only NFL team I stay with, and who that all the way. And I can respect that. I'm going to go who that as well. Uh, I'm going with the Colts. I hate to say it, but the Colts. <laughs> Us old guys. I, I, mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned picking the Colts, and uh, Lauren elbowed me in the ribs, so it's the Saints all the way from the Johnsons. Uh, I tell you what, can you put So we Lauren, know who runs that household. Can we put Lauren on the show? We've got a minute and a half left. Yeah, she's right here. Yeah, put her on. Hey guys, Lauren, how are I'm you? I'm here. I am. I am keeping up your picks there. There I we got go. Down. All right, Lauren. Yeah. I want to. I want you to give us your impression of Boone and the scenery that you're looking at right now. Uh, I mean, it's just beautiful. It's breathtaking. Um, you know, we've got some pretty leaves back home, and so when we were leaving Jones County, I was like, you know, we've got beautiful, beautiful foliage here. But we get here, and um, now I see why people come up this time of year to, to see everything yep. it's beautiful uh, here's the question lauren you've seen both of the rocks what is the prettiest rock um, you want a head or hard answer bob <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the one on her left finger that's right that's right <laughs> uh, there you go, Kelly. that's her favorite Thanks, one Kelly. all right are you gonna answer that lauren the reason i like because, um i mean <laughs> App state. Yeah. Okay. That that was with you. But I did. Pro- I did head. propose to her in our rock. So I mean, she has rock. that memory. I got you. Well, look. We hope you two guys have a wonderful time up there. And Lauren, bring a win back home, would you please? We will try. All right, Luke and Lauren, and thanks, Luke. We appreciate you, buddy. Hi, guys. All right, Luke and Lauren in beautiful Boone, North Carolina. Kelly, didn't, what didn't is they the used to be on General rock? Hospital? Uh, yeah, they used to be on Luke. Right, and married, Luke to a, and, and married to a doctor. How about that? Who knew, right? Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? General Hospital back in the in the early 80s, they had the two characters were there Luke and Lauren. All they? right, Dakota Baker's going to join us later in the show. We'll let you know what's going on at the Ramey Motors down there in Purvis, one of our very favorite places to go. Next, we're going to stay in the depressing mode. We're going to talk to Patrick McGee about what's wrong. What's wrong, Kelly, with the New Orleans Saints? get the answer to that now. I don't know, but the Colts are going to beat him Sunday.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net sponsors this segment of our program every day. Great place to go tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow morning. Shop around for some good Southern Miss swag. You'll find the very best selection on the planet at Campus Bookmark. Also want to thank Town & Country Cleaners in Hattiesburg for their sponsorship of our show. The most trusted dry cleaners in town, family-owned and operated since 1983. Town & Country Cleaners offer services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and, of course, dry cleaning. You can visit Town & Country Cleaners at their convenient location across from USM on Hardy Street or call them at 601-264-4920. Well, I just called Patrick McGee, who joins us each and every week from the first week of the Super Talk Eagle Hour on the air and long that's a long time ago, Patrick. You were a lot younger when we kicked this show off. Yeah, I'm not sure if I had a bald head at that point. I can't. How long ago was that? It was almost that, ten years. Are you serious? It's yeah. been that long. It's been almost wow. ten years. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, that's insane. Well, Patrick's been with us since the get go. We wouldn't want to do the show without him. He covers the New Orleans Saints for NOLA.com and. Patrick, I, you know, I've, I, since I lost my team, I, I've really started following the Saints, watch them each and every week, really pull for them, and I'm a little disappointed. But but how restless is the fan base in New Orleans? Well, they're they're less thinking. Uh, they're not happy. I mean, they've wanted offensive coordinator Pete uh, Carmichael fired for a few weeks now, and <laughs> they really wanted him fired after last season. Um, and uh, honestly, I, I thought they they should have made a change at offensive coordinator after last year. Uh, Dennis Allen had to know the pressure was on going into this season. And you're just seeing this offense making mistakes, you know, a lack of communication between Carr and his receivers. Uh, early on, the offensive line was pretty poor. They've improved. Uh, but it's just, yeah, I mean, the, the offense just hasn't uh, found its way yet. And the, but they're, they're coming off a stretch where they had like 10 days off. Uh, maybe this is, this, is, this is a week where they really need, need to start showing that they've kind of got it figured out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it really comes down to the play of Carr and his receivers, and I think the offensive line is going to give them enough to succeed. Uh, they're a little banged up. I thought Andrews Pete looked good at left tackle last week, and uh, Ryan Ramchick, the right tackle, uh, is supposed to be back this week. So, or expected to be back this week. So we'll we'll see. But, yeah, there's there's just too many little things wrong with this offense right now. Right, and Carr has been injured. I, I don't think it's – I don't think it's fair to make a total judgment on on Carr because he he suffered a fairly significant injury. He's not a hundred percent, is he, Patrick? No, he's, he's not a hundred percent. But you don't really see it, you know, affecting him in terms of arm, arm strength or anything like that. Is you know me me not being understanding? It's like an AC joint sprain, I think, is what it is. So I mean, he's not one hundred percent, obviously, but uh, you haven't really seen him limited out there. But I'm sure there's tiny ways in that his his throwing is not one hundred percent. Uh, so there, there is that, and I thought he looked fairly solid up till the point that he got hurt. Uh, but he's also shown a lot of frustration, emotion the last couple of weeks. He's probably going to find a way to rein that in, um, you know. So yeah, Carr is in a in a difficult spot. They're three and four, you know, two or three wins in a row. And this, you know, we've all kind of forgotten these struggles here these last few weeks. But Carr's not quite right. The offense isn't quite right together. Uh, Kelly's not a hundred percent either, but we've got him on the show. Go ahead, Kelly. Right, you hesitate to really get your hopes up, Patrick, because you know, the the good thing that the Saints have got going for them is statistically now they're in one of the weakest divisions in the NFC yeah. South. So the first thing is you want to make the playoffs, so you could do that. But I mean, the way the Saints are playing now, it would be an early exit. I mean, they got to clean things up. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, they, this 
it's you know I, I think somebody asked me about the ideal situation. It's really the same. You know, they need to be in a position where they're really improving as the year's going on. And you know, over the last final eight or nine games of the season, get above five hundred, get in the playoffs, and hope things kind of break their way. And it's kind of it's kind of hard to really be that optimistic. I agree about the Saints at the moment. They just don't look like a team that's capable. Uh, the division's kind of settling back into what we kind of expected of it. Uh, whoever gets above 500 or maybe a couple of games five, above 500 is going to win the division. Overall, it's not strong. It's okay. It's not awful. Uh, but it, you know, it's, it, we'll see. It's, you know, whichever team can finally put together three to four wins in a row is probably going to be the team that wins this, uh, division. And the, and the Saints don't just like the radio. They're, get rocking and rolling right now, but uh, they have a chance there in Indianapolis, I think, to get into the win column. So so let's say they finish a game or two over 500 and, and make mm-hmm. the playoffs, and let's say they go right. out early. I mean, does that ensure another year of Dennis Allen? I think so, yeah. Um, uh, just just from the goodwill you, you, you got to the... <laughs> Yeah, I mean... You, you it, sound it, too... Uh, they... uh, I don't know. It's just a situation where management likes Dennis Allen, ownership likes Dennis Allen. If he gets him in the playoffs, I think he's back for another year. You know, I watch him coach, Patrick, and he just his demeanor never seems to change no matter what the circumstance. He just seems to be the opposite of, of Sean Payton in that respect. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, personality-wise, Sean Payton and Dennis Allen are a lot different. Uh, Dennis Allen's you know, a likable guy, nice guy. Uh, but he's, he's, you know, he doesn't really just show that fire. I mean, he's a competitive guy, obviously. Um, but he doesn't, just doesn't show that fire on the sideline. He's kind of focused, you know, his head's very much in the game. Uh, uh-huh. he's not really worried about getting in anybody's face or anything like that, like Peyton would do on occasion. Right. So yeah, he's just a different dude. I haven't asked you this, but are you surprised at the struggle Sean Peyton is having with the Broncos? Because, you know, I mean, he was obviously very, very successful in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I thought they were going to be better, but I mean, looking back, I think it kind of makes sense. Uh, I don't think Peyton's done a very good job in his first year. I, you know, just some of the it's like brought on like nine or ten different for, you know former Saints, and none of them were any good. Uh, so it's it's just I, you kind of wondered about some of the personnel moves about how they're putting the roster together, and now they're kind of waving the white flag and they're starting to to trade people. I think they're even. Uh, uh, I think there's even a possibility they're going to uh, trade Patrick Sertain, uh, the son of the Southern Miss legend. That's, that's kind of been a buzz this week. I don't know where he would go. I don't know why you would let go the best young cornerback in the NFL, but uh, I guess they're really desperate to kind of get some draft picks and rebuild this thing. So, yeah, in a way, yeah, I am surprised, but that team was pretty flawed last year. Russell Wilson just isn't the same Russell Wilson anymore. And uh, but yeah, I, I think Peyton as a whole and, and everybody there in Denver have not done a good job of putting this team together. I think it's time, Kelly, for Russell Wilson to take that gigantic paycheck he got and go to the house. <laughs> well, do you remember when when he left Seattle? Everybody was pointing fingers at the Seahawks, saying, "Boy, you guys really blew it. How could you part ways with with your your marquee player and Russell Wilson?" Well, they obviously knew something that perhaps a lot of other people didn't. Um, that because he certainly has not performed even close to the cap- no. you know to the levels that he played in Seattle. No. All right, Patrick, yeah, no, got to yeah. move ahead now. Uh, so the Saints have had a little time off to regroup and get right. over that terrible, you know, disappointing loss they suffered in the last game. What lies ahead for New Orleans in the next few weeks, and is this an opportunity for them to to grab the lead in that in that division? 
Well, you're looking. You got. You're going to the Colts. Then you have the Bears coming to town uh, uh, next the next Sunday, and that's very much a winnable game. Then you're going to uh, to the Vikings, who the, obviously the Vikings are a very talented team uh, who just haven't played up to their poten- potential. Uh, then you get back in the division play with the Falcons. Then you have the Lions, a really tough one. Then you get the Panthers. So you're looking at really out of the next six games per se. I, I think they, they beat the Colts. Uh, the Bears are very much beatable, especially on the road. Uh, probably a loss in Minnesota. A win over the Falcons, I'm thinking that one's in Atlanta, but I think the Saints are just a better team. Uh, the, probably a loss to the Lions beat the, the Panthers. So you're looking at a potential like a maybe a 4-2 and two stretch, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, this is, this is, these next six games are absolutely critical. And if they come out with four, game, you know, four wins out of that group and they're above 500, uh, I think they're in pretty good shape. Uh, Michael, I'm not well, sure Patrick knew you were on the show today, and I just want to apologize. I'm, I'm for typing how it just, out right now. He just brushed off yeah. the Bears automatically. I'm writing an email. Patrick is banned. <laughs> boy, Michael is steamed over here, you guys. Steamed. The mitigated yeah. goal. Boy, boy <laughs> Patrick, that. you just threw the Bears in the garbage can, didn't you? <laughs> I, 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 you know, I've never been one to take Bears fans' feelings into account, so it's not starting today. I mean, we, we don't take our feelings into account either. That's why we're Bears fans. Well, sadly, Bears ownership has never taken their fans' <laughs> opinions to heart either. That was the best thing that's happened all week on the show, Patrick. I appreciate that. You should have seen the look on his face, Bob. You should have seen over it. I don't know if it was shock or also at the same time agreement. Yeah, Patrick like, was so yeah, fluid. Yeah. Well, the Bears are coming to town. That's a win, and he moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick, thanks for brightening up our day, brother. We always appreciate your input, and we're with you. We hope the Saints get this thing turned around where we can talk about the Saints contending for the Super Bowl. That would be fun. All right, thanks, guys. All right, Patrick McGee, everybody. <laughs> I hate I missed that, Kelly. What would Michael look like when Patrick <laughs> threw him in the trash can? Like Steamed. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it looked like he just bit into the bitterest lemon you could possibly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But bitter again because he's probably right. Yeah, yeah. It's, All right. The truth hurts, doesn't it? It does. The truth yeah. does hurt. Patrick McGee from Nola.com. Hey, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast anytime you like. Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. The guys are at Ramey Motors in Purvis this afternoon. Going to talk a little high school football next with Will East, and then we'll go back to Ramey. Stay with us. Lots more on the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Fourth Street Bar Grill sponsors this segment of the show right there in the shadow of the rock. Guaranteed that the App State game is going to be on all the TVs tomorrow afternoon. Be a great time uh, for you to enjoy some camaraderie and maybe a good cold drink and good food. You'll always find that at Fourth Street Bar Grill right in the shadow of the rock. 
Will East is the co-host of the Super Talk High School Scoreboard, the iconic Super Talk High School Scoreboard show, as you well know. Will joins us each and every Friday, and always glad to talk to him about high school football. Will, welcome back to the show. And you told me off air that one undefeated team season, uh, well, got a little busted up last night. That's right, guys. Uh, we had four undefeated teams in 4A football going into last night, and there were three undefeated teams when it was all said and done. Ripley, a team that has been incredible this season, has the best kicker in all of Mississippi high school football. He missed a kick last night, but that wasn't the reason they lost. They they lost because they had a bunch of injuries, but Ripley ends up losing last night. It was a non-regional game, so it doesn't count towards the, the playoffs. They're, they've clinched their region. But now Louisville, Columbia, and Macomb are the only undefeated teams left in 4A. 4A shaping up to be the best classification overall, pound for pound, this year. Got two undefeated teams in the South, and maybe the best team in all of Mississippi high school football right now, Louisville, in the north part of the state. And they, I, I don't know who's going to win it all, but they are very talented, all three of those teams you know will a couple of centuries ago when i was working at wlsm in Louisville, i did their play-by-play for a couple of years and they were really good then and they're apparently still really good what is what is the secret sauce in some of these small communities that year in and year out produce these championship quality high school football teams you think the the demographics don't change a whole lot so they're not shrinking uh, they're, they're, if anything, they're growing or maybe staying the same at least from year to year to year. They have buy-in from the community. Um, you know, when you go to a game on Friday night, if you go to, as you know, if you go to a game in Louisville, you can you can smell the stadium because they're out there cooking hot dogs and right. hamburgers, right. and the whole town is involved in that that game that Friday night. Uh, there's buy-in, and I, I think that's the single biggest reason. The towns that have buy-in. And then year after year after year, not just when the good years roll around, but every single year, those are the ones that do well. And that's why Louisville is one of the most successful programs in Mississippi high school football history. I think they have the most wins all time in Mississippi high school football history. And I don't need to tell you this, Will. I know you're going to agree with this, but there's just nothing more American than a small community like that all coming together on a Friday evening to watch their kids play Football, man, it just doesn't really get any better than, than communities that size that support their schools, does it? No, it's it's what makes these – I'm from a small town. Uh, my high school didn't have a football team. We were so small. So I would go around and travel to these other teams on Friday nights. And it, it really is it's, – it's a great – it's great community building, black, white. You see everybody together, Republicans, Democrats. Everybody right, comes right. together for their team. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's just, just as American as it gets. Kelly, get in here. I know you got a lot of high school questions with Will. Yeah, well, I, I heard the news about Ripley, and, and somebody uh, had mentioned to me, they, uh, they said, Ripley got beat? I said, yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be here all week. Uh, make sure you tip your waiters and waitresses. But <laughs> this this is the uh, weird time of year where you've got some schools in the MAIS are now beginning the playoffs. You've got some of the classifications in the MHSAA now who have completed the regular season. You've got some classifications who still have another week to go. It's really it's kind of all out there. Try to separate this and make sense out of it for the, the casual listener, Will. So your big schools, your 7A, 6A, and 5A, they are mostly playing tonight. 
Uh, and they've got a game next week as well. 4A, 3A, and 2A, they had their games last night. Some games will have happen tonight. And then they'll have the first round of the playoffs next week. Uh, 1A is kind of in the, the same group as 7A, 6A, and 5A, where they'll play tonight. They'll have some Thursday games next week, and then they'll have their first round of the playoffs the next week after that. MAIS is in playoff mode. Uh, some of the, the first round, I believe, for some of those teams, it, it gets kind of confusing because you have so many different classifications. But I believe the first round, you have a bye for the best teams, and then the rest of the teams are playing. So, yeah, it's kind of in that weird kind of – you know, one foot in the door of the regular season, one foot in the door of the of the playoffs, uh, and then you have Thursday night games on top of that. So it's, it is kind of weird. We're we're waiting to get some finals from tonight before we can fill out our playoff brackets for four A, three A, and two A, and find out who's going to be playing next week. Like last night in the area, you had trick or treat at the Pete at Southern Miss. You had junior college football. Pearl River had homecoming. You had uh, you know Georgia State and Georgia Southern playing in the Sun Belt. You had an NFL game on TV. Plus, you had several <laughs> high school games. The Thursday night high school thing has really just kind of started this year and last year, and and that there's a reason for that, and it's because the number of officials we are told. The, the official pool continues to shrink every year, so there's just literally not enough guys to go around, so they have to break. And that, that's sad, but part of what you're dealing with nowadays. Yeah, next time you yell at an official, sure, just remember that there's a guy in that uniform who's you know, maybe saying, why am I doing this? So when my brother, my brother's not big into sports, and when his son started playing sports and he started yelling at them, uh, he's like, you know what? I feel bad for that guy. And, uh, he, you know, as an outsider into sports kind of looking in, he, he's like, I feel bad for that guy. I'm not going to yell at him as much, even though he made a bonehead call. Uh, so, yeah, keep that in mind. We need more officials. That's why they're doing these Thursday night games. They just don't have enough to go around. So these Thursday night officials are also doing Thursday night games. They're doing Friday night games. And as you know, a lot of them do JUCO games as well. So it's kind of all mixed up in there. And, this is going to be something that we're going to see for the foreseeable future. Not good, as it will. I know. Th- no, I don't like the Thursday night games. I never have. But I understand the reasoning why. When they first did it, they didn't really say why they were doing it. Doing it, And I didn't have any indication of why. So I just thought, well, they're just trying to, you know, get more butts in the seats or something. I didn't know why. But now that they've kind of made it clear as the reason, the shortage of officials, it makes more sense to me now. Again, I wish it wasn't happening because I think it hurts the JUCO programs, uh, but it is what it is. Right. All right, we've got so three minutes. Are they doing anything to try to combat that and get officials in? Because like you said, no one wants to stand out there and get yelled at, which a lot of officials, Kelly, you and I know some that quit because of that. It was just getting too crazy. But is the state doing anything trying to create a campaign to – Get people to. They have. They, they've been trying to outreach to get more officials in. Um, better pay, I think, would probably help. But it, yes. it's a tough, tough job. I mean, it is a thankless. Nobody goes out there and claps for the officials, you know, when they uh, make a call because the other side's booing. So it, it's a tough, tough mm. position. And a lot of these guys are older, and so I think this problem's actually going to get worse before it gets better. All right, I'm going to I'm going to interject. Will say the Kansas City Chiefs do clap for officials, but that that's of course in another <laughs> in another league. All right, what what are the big games tonight, man? It's Friday night, so it still is high school football night. Where should our eyes be focused? Biggest game in the state, in my opinion, tonight is actually on the coast between Ocean Springs and Gulfport. Two of the real big surprises of the year. 
Uh, one very interesting one in Region 3 of 7A is Meridian taking on Brandon tonight. Brandon, the hottest team in the state right now, you know, beat Oak Grove uh, a couple weeks ago, beat Pearl last week, just doing incredible stuff. But Meridian is surprisingly good. Uh, Marcus Bowles, the head coach, previous head coach at Pedal, who had been at you know Wayne County and Taylorsville, won some state championships pretty much everywhere he's been. He's now at Meridian, and, and believe it or not, in one year he's turning that program around. They got this kid named Daniel Hill at running back. The last two games has 700 yards and six mm, touchdowns. That's wow. in two games. Uh, and they will face Brandon tonight, so I think that's a really big one. Uh, and then you got Madison Central and Starkville kind of jockeying for a home playoff spot in Region 2 of 7A. I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, some of the other classifications, uh, yeah, I know West Jones people will be interested in this one. Uh, on the coast, you got Picayune taking on George County tonight. That is for the top spot in uh, Region 4 of 6A. Picayune, very good, obviously, back-to-back defending 5A state champ. But George County's doing a lot. They, they were pretty bad last year. I think they were 2-8, and eight, something like that. Well, they've turned that around this year. They're 7-2 and two so far. They're doing a lot better. Uh, so that, that's, those are kind of the big games happening tonight. All right. Always fun. The high school scoreboard on tonight at 10 o'clock, as always. Yes, sir. All right. We'll look forward to it, Will. Thank you, man. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you. Will East, everybody, program director. He said, Kelly, he said that kid got 750 yards running in two games. Heck, South Alabama got that in one game, didn't they? Uh, they maybe he committed to South Al. Maybe maybe <laughs> they, they went and got, Of course, the job that Marcus Boyle's doing at, at Meridian is not surprising to me. Any, I mean, every everywhere he's been, he's been successful. And when he was hired at Meridian, I said, uh-oh, bad news for Pedal and Oak Grove. Right. Because uh, if it'll be a full-fledged turnaround next year, for right. sure. Well, good stuff from Will East. We appreciate that. Going to come back to Ramey Motors. And uh, I think Dakota's going to rejoin us and uh, see what all is going on there with that great bunch of guys and wrap up this Friday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Stay with us. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by D1 and D-Bat Training just off of Interstate 59 in Hattiesburg. Softball, baseball season kind of winding down. The fall season is for sure. But uh, get a jump on the spring season by going into their air-conditioned facilities, take uh, cuts in the batting cages, or get a personalized training program put together for you. Don't forget you can get those memberships and look online for some of their holiday camps that are going to be scheduled coming up over the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. D1 and D-Bat Training, proud supporters of of a Southern Miss Athletics. Live from Ramey Motors, I'm Kelly Sander with Michael Mergens. Bob, studi- uh, Bob uh, Getty rather, is back at the Southern Bancor Studios. Tony Purvis joins us now from Ramey Motors in our final segment to talk about uh, 
cars and stuff that, that's going on out here at the lot. Of course, we're a regular visitor here to uh, Ramey. So, Tony, bring us up to date, man. What's going on? Yeah, man. So we got a, we got a good bit of uh, inventory now, man. We got some diesel, some half tons, some uh, SUVs. Kelly, uh, you know, Bob will be excited to see you in this uh, convertible Volkswagen Beetle we have. It's pretty nice, pretty neat. You can uh, you can take put the top down and jump in, you know, instead of opening <laughs> instead the, door going through the door and struggling. Yeah, you could jump in the top, you know, do some uh, – what's that old show back in the day where they slide across? Uh, Dukes of Dukes of Hazzard. Hazzard? Kelly yeah. is not well, going – Kelly can't a... jump into the top of anything. So, <laughs> Kelly, go ahead. I wanted to get a 2000 Volkswagen car so that I could say that I had a Y2K bug. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Do you still have but, a wah, wah, wah? Okay, yeah. But, yeah, we got a good bit. There you go. We got a good bit of inventory right now, Kelly. I mean, uh, we're fighting the same struggling battle that everyone is now with these new age rates. These uh, interest rates are higher, but we do have a couple options with financing, uh, getting as low as the rates as we can get. Um, so we still have to, that to offer, as, as well as the campers. You know, we still got the RVs and the campers. We're dwindling down uh that inventory a little bit as well we got uh some pull behind apex nanos they're uh, ultra light they're the lightest in class uh you can pull them with a half ton we could probably even you know put a hitch on that beetle and you could pull the smallest camper out there Kelly. it'd be a little combo package for you they'd say only in mississippi if they were to see, <laughs> they were to see that right is every is anybody that's that's gonna hunt this fall are they is everybody pr- pretty much set now on all that yeah sort of? we we also said i don't know if you and dakota talked about that you know we got a bunch of the buck plus uh a lot of corn we're selling to hunters man getting out you know uh because deer season, season we're actually underway right already. that's correct yes yeah. sir so uh you know, we got some four-wheel drive trucks. If you need you a new hunting rig, we got a, a, a bunch of them to offer you um, uh, as far as, as, as the four-wheel drive half tons and diesels. But, uh, yeah, man, the hunting season, you know, we got everything down here. We got some new tactic cams, which has got a built-in solar panel in them, so you don't have to waste money on them batteries. It's pretty neat. Uh, a lot of people, you know, get like me, get lazy, go buy a bunch of cameras, put them all out, and then have to go swap batteries. And, man, that's just too much work. So. And the campus here. I, I say the word campus because it really is a sprawling facility here now, and it gets bigger seemingly every time we get here. Right, that's right, man. We we got us some golf carts so we can travel around from uh, down down the hill where the shop is all the way up here. So, full service center downstairs, man. We got a huge state of the art building down there, man. We work on everything: boats, tractors, uh, campers, cars. We we work on everything down there. Got some great mechanics, um, some technicians. But, yeah, man, up front, you just really, you know, we just continue to grow. I don't know if you've made your way over there and look what we got, but um, we still offer our steel products. We moved it up front. I know uh, I know our buddy uh, Luke, he's, I think he's got a, a chainsaw, a blower, and everything. He's, he's almost uh, sponsored by steel up here with us. Actually, a couple months ago, you guys sold the fire out of tractors. A yeah. couple months ago, he had zero, uh, int- 0% interest That's right, or something. yeah, man. Uh, tractors have been good for us. We still got boats. We got a lot of the buggies. Um, you know, we got the Hondas and the Yanmar uh, side-by-sides as well. So, man, everything's good. It's going. We're fighting through it. Um, hoping, 
hoping these rates come down. We're doing everything we can on our end to offer the best when it comes to that. And although they'd love to see you live here, you can shop online. Right, yes, yes. Our website's pretty easy. It's just RamyMotorsMS.com for the auto, uh, Ramy Motors RV for the campers, and then Ramy Motor Power Sports for everything else. And we're, we're still real heavy on Facebook. You can get on Facebook and uh, message us on there. We'll get back to you pretty quick. And uh, you can always call. we got us a new receptionist. She does pretty good. She uh, answers the phone and gets them to you. So There she you is. You right there on cue. Look at wow. that. In fact, in fact, she deserves a raise. Isn't that what I was supposed to say? Yeah. That's, okay. She's giving me the nod. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So. And you guys are open Saturdays, that's too. That's right. Saturdays, so. 8 to 2. Now we'll have football on the TV. You can come in here and hang out with us and uh, get your last minute hunting, fishing supplies. And Now, I hear on your TVs here on Saturdays, Southern Miss, when Southern Miss plays on Saturdays, they win on your TVs. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> uh, I, I, no comment. I got in trouble one time on here, so I'm going to say no comment. But well, if, if that were the case, man, everybody everybody would be down here. We, we hope that that's the case. Yeah, exactly. So we're, it's always good to see you. Yeah. So always for, enjoy y'all coming down. All right, Bob, that's it from uh, Ramey Motors here in Purvis. Always glad to see him. And, again, open Saturday from uh, 8 until two o'clock on saturdays absolutely we love our time uh, with the guys at ramey motors want to remind you as we go out mo bay beignet company is the official beignet store of this program and the best dessert in hattiesburg now if you want a good dessert there's no better place to go this weekend than mo bay beignet get you a delicious coffee they'll cook your beignets as you arrive they're right across the street from the southern Miss campus best of luck to our beloved eagles tomorrow at appalachian state and our basketball eagles sunday afternoon two o'clock against mississippi state hope to see you there back on the air monday at one o'clock until then everybody thanks for listening at southern miss to, to the, the top, top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.